0: Perfect Stranglers contains graphic and explicit content suitable for mature listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Stranglers. This is Kylie. <laughs> and I'm Bree. And
1: I'm Nicole.
0: <laughs> She's back for a few episodes. Guest star. I'm excited. Me
1: too. It's so good to be back.
0: We have some, so we kind we, this is how we do this. We put in what we're talking about, but we don't research what each other's talking about. So we don't really know. Like I see what Brie has in here, but I'm like, what the fuck is that? But apparently what she has is like needs a good Nicole reaction and we just miss her. So yeah, here Aww. we are. Here we are. <clears throat> so Uh, Nicole's making a blanket. She was just telling us about it. She's crocheting a blanket. How big is it going to be?
1: Yes. So this is going to be um, like a normal size, like average throw blanket. Um, So like pretty, I'm pretty big actually. It might be a little bit larger than a normal throw blanket. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I like calculated it out because I'm that kind of nerd and also that kind of like I need to know how much work is going to go into this. And Mm -hmm. at the end of my blanket, I will have done over 30,000 stitches. Oh, wow. It's a
0: lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. I've made a couple blankets. I made one a long time ago. And they're expensive and they take time. And the one that I have weighs... Like it's like eight or ten pounds, it is twelve skeins of Bernat blanket yarn. It covers my entire king size bed, and it cost well over a hundred dollars. And I got so fucking frustrated doing it. It took like six months.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, my I just got so mad. Definitely not going to be the size of a king size bed. Um, I didn't strive
0: like- for that, but it, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: mine's going to be more like. Like, a full-size bed or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I actually managed to get my yarn for free, so... Oh, nice. Right now, it has cost me a total of, like, $3. Mm, That's
0: nice. So we'll see. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I made one for Everly last year for Christmas, and I'd use the Burnett blanket yarn again. It didn't take me nearly as long. It took me, like, two weeks, but it's still, like, 80 bucks. Yeah because i use 8 skeins of yarn people don't think about how much time and effort and money goes into making homemade things like that mm-hmm. yeah like it when when you go to craft fairs and people are like oh my god over a 100 dollars for a crocheted or knitted blanket like you're paying for supplies and labor and time yeah
1: yeah
0: like that's it's yeah lot definitely of time. a lot <clears throat> yeah um I have to tell you guys, Brie knows what happened, but I have to tell you what happened yesterday, Nicole, when I was driving. Okay, so I was going down, I was going south down 44th, so it was the intersection of 44th and Eastern, where there's like two opposing gas stations. Yeah. And I was kind of by like... I was at the intersection of division and I saw all of these sirens and stuff. Like they were just stopped in the middle of the intersection. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So as I was crawling, cause it was down to one lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sitting there in my car, just listening to music. And all of a sudden I just got, I, it felt like I ran into a black wall, like a brick wall, but I just like, in my mind it was black. And I had this overwhelming sense of like dread and sadness. And I just started crying in my car. I just started crying and i was like i did i just like it was hard to breathe my chest felt heavy like i just started crying and it it literally just it was weird and it felt like i hit a black wall in my mind i just like i literally felt it the light turns green and i start going forward and at this point the um they blocked off with the emergency vehicles, really, what was happening? As I went past there, I saw on a stretcher covered body in white, like the, sh- the sheet was covering the body.
1: Oh my god! And
0: I think I felt the person's death. Yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure I did. I think you did too. That is so yeah. Sad. Yeah. It was. I'm getting chills like, like talking about it. It was unreal. But the accident. So okay. So I was looking on the sirens grand rapids siren sirens thing siren to see my siren <laughs> facebook page if you're in grand rapids highly recommend sirens in and around grand rapids exclamation point exclamation point <laughs> um because it's pretty entertaining <laughs> not that Duff is entertaining but here we are um but yeah so there was a gray car that didn't seem to be hit but then there was two pickup trucks a green one and a white one and someone definitely got t-boned fucking hard and so I'm pretty sure the person that, because it was T-boned right on the driver's side, Ooh. like right into oh, the driver. Oh, so, yeah, if they didn't die, they got injured very seriously, and I felt that, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, think it was that they wild. would have a sheet completely over someone if they were over, partially no. alive
0: no i don't think so i don't think so i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of like it was really cold out it was kind of raining maybe they covered them but i'm just trying to be positive here guys i know that they were dead i'm just trying to be positive
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah so that was really that was your that that was really something else and then i got home and there was another round of sirens that were happening and then I chilled for a second and put my stuff away. And then another round of sirens started happening. Wow. Oh, so Jesus. I stayed inside. I stayed inside yesterday after all that. It was like I Kylie stayed inside is...
1: yesterday, too.
0: Yeah, it's like Kylie is the last person whose shoes should be out in the world right now. Was
1: there bad weather
2: or something that caused accidents or something like that?
0: Not during that time, oh. no. The, the rain didn't really start until the evening. I mean, there was like a sprinkles here and there, but like the road wasn't wet.
2: But it was yesterday? Yeah. Okay, maybe it's just like rush hour Friday.
0: I think what it is is partially that. I think ever around the holidays, everyone kind of gets road rage and everyone's trying to do stuff, get stuff done before the holidays. Yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. And and even if the weather isn't bad, people drive like idiots when the weather's about to be bad because you know people like go to the store and stock up on everything. And... <laughs> yeah. So that was that that was my my <gasps> story for for today of what happened. Yeah yeah it was really sad should we do housekeeping yeah we should housework hi stranglers thank you for listening to us i feel like we should play commercial music as i go no remember one time though nicole did that and then she had pretty much edited herself out (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah uh hi stranglers thank you so much for listening to us we appreciate that you listen to us every week and we have so many new listeners this season it's very exciting um and what we would appreciate it is if you go to i that didn't make sense but if you go to apple podcasts and do a five-star rating and give us a review that helps us a lot because it moves us up in the algorithm and helps people who you know like true crime see our podcast also hey if you if we were on your spotify wrapped can you share that with us so we can put it on our instagram Because I know some of you were. We have like a, I can see that because we get a Spotify wrapped as well.
1: Oh my gosh, what?
0: Yeah, uh, we get, we, as a a podcast, Spotify gives us a Spotify wrapped. And I know that many of you had us on your wrapped. So if you could send us screenshots, that would be much appreciated. Um, Follow us on Facebook at Perfect Stranglers, a true kind podcast. Instagram at Perfect underscore Stranglers. And Twitter is at Perf Stranglers. Um, And if you have any crazy cool stories, email us, contact at perfectstranglers.com.
2: Or if you have suggestions for cases Ooh. that you want to hear,
0: yeah, suggestions. You know what I started doing? I've done this to two episodes so far. Um, Anchor, who we is our our podcast hosting platform, and they are through Spotify. It allows us to ask questions on Spotify, and people can fill them out on Spotify. Oh, cool! I didn't know oh, that. I Love that. So we can do we can do we can do polls, and we can do questions. That's cool. Yeah. So maybe I'll start doing that. But I feel like not a lot of people know that they can actually answer yeah. those.
2: No, I didn't know that even existed.
0: Huh. Yeah, it's pretty new. I think we've had it for the last like three episodes I've um, put out. We can do that. Oh. So if you have suggestions, let us know. That's cool. Okay. Well, um,
2: the story today, it's a shorter one, but this one was suggested to me by my sister because she saw it. Um, She is very interested in like uh mortuary science and she found this story on um a reddit page i think that was concerning like mortuary science and also
1: you gotta love reddit
2: yeah and um Mm -hmm. also this episode was written by chelsea actually because I really? yeah, because I was having a real hard time and I'm like, bro, I need your help because I need to have like, we're recording and I need to have two cases and Aww. help me please. And Aww. you know what? It's not, she's technically written an episode of ours before because remember when she did that ghost episode and she had all that like written out, like what she's yeah. going to say in yeah. her notebook and stuff like that. So yeah. All right. Chelsea, we love real MVP.
0: you real freaking mvp over here um she said she had a lot of fun doing it too so um thank you chelsea well if you ever want to do any more let us
2: know (laughs) (laughs) all right so um this is about a man named anatoly moskvin and he was born in um central russia in 1966 And I'm very sorry, but I do not speak Russian and I'm going to butcher the names and places um, in this, obviously. Um, So he was (laughs) known as a linguist and a historian and he spoke 13 languages. So pretty bright guy. He taught uh, at the college level as well as writing several books and papers. And he regularly contributed to local newspapers and publications um, he was described by his colleagues as a genius and a self-proclaimed necropolist, which is a cemetery expert. Ooh,
1: yeah. Wait, he just cool. he proclaimed that I am a cemetery <laughs> expert. Yeah,
0: he did. Okay. Oh, I love that. I want to start proclaiming shit.
1: <laughs> I want to self-proclaim.
0: I want to self-proclaim all of the things. <laughs> oh, man.
2: That reminds me of The Office, though.
1: Yes, he, thank you! And he
2: declares... I
1: declare bankruptcy! <laughs>
2: <Exactly>. <laughs> he thought he had to declare it to the world. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, this guy, right, Anatoly Moskovin, was known as the ultimate expert on cemeteries in his city of... Uh, Nizhny Novrgo Novrigod... Novgorod, Navgar- sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> it was in russia all right <laughs> and when he was young moscovin and his friends would play around in cemeteries just fooling around as young boys are known to do but in 1979 when moscovin was uh, 14 years old their was an incident at one of the cemeteries. He came across the funeral of an 11-year-old girl and the family waved him over to um, the casket to see her. They made him kiss the corpse of this 11-year-old girl in some sort of unknown ceremony. What? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is
1: if... he like a self-proclaimed necrophiliac now?
2: Actually, no. Um. So this encounter at such a young age uh obviously stuck with Moscovin, and it would inform his obsession with cemeteries he i mean yeah that's something that's gross Ew.
0: have you ever been to a funeral and like i feel like this is a very boomer thing to do where you go to a funeral and you actually do see people bend down and give the corpse kisses on the cheek and stuff that's disgusting you ever seen that i'm sorry that's gross i've seen that happen i've seen that happen often
2: You know what else is kind of... I don't know if it's a boomer thing or not, but people taking pictures, like family pictures at funerals.
0: Okay. So I went to... Ah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. This is when my ex's dad Mm -hmm. died. They didn't have an official funeral of the body. They had a funeral of the cremation, but before they cremated him, so he wasn't embalmed or anything they had us go and see the body and say goodbye okay. before they cremated sure. him so he yeah. okay so he his, his his face was flat his hair was played out they didn't put his hair in a ponytail and he always wore his hair in a ponytail yeah. uh my ex's grandma actually took a clipping of his hair oh, okay. when he was like yeah. there, and oh. and there and like took pictures with the body that is unembalmed like a there. selfie Oh, much.
2: okay well we all grieve in different ways it was
0: it was and his family's already a little fucking off it was the weirdest thing concerning death i have ever been a part of man it was so uncomfy yeah yeah and i've like never it. seen i've never seen a corpse that is unembalmed mm-hmm. but also has been dead for quite some right? time me neither Ugh. And he was very cold. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like weird to think. Yeah.
2: So, I. Side note on this: there's an episode. Have you guys seen on Netflix, um, the Midnight Gospel? Yes. No. I love it. I I I love love it it. so much. Basically, it's It's a podcast. It's a podcast that there's like a video, which is um, cartoons, that like go along with it basically. It's really, it's it's very bright, colorful, very entertaining. Um, each one is a completely different subject. Very interesting. I talk to, like, subject experts, basically. Um, it's really cool. Anyways, there's one that is with, uh, I believe her name is Caitlin Dody or something like that. She is on YouTube. Um, she has, like, um, like, ask a ask a mortician questions whatever Mm. she's on there and the the episode that she's on is very eye-opening she like basically tells like the history of funerals and mortuary science stuff like that um super interesting just like how in different eras people interacted differently with dead bodies and with like Uh, funeral traditions how they've changed um and stuff like that and it it was very very interesting um i don't know which episode it is but i would highly recommend it and i hope they come out with a season two because i i loved it i completely loved it i've i've watched it like two or three times the first season highly recommend anyways back to this guy and his cemeteries (laughs) in russia Um, so Moskvin visited 752 cemeteries, um, in and around, uh, around two years between, uh, 2005 and 2007. He was actually commissioned to do so by a fellow academic and publisher who wanted to write a book on the city's cemeteries. So not only would he walk around the cemeteries, but he also studied the history of the people that were buried there which I think would be kind of interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. he was so engrossed in the cemeteries that once he even slept in an empty casket, which was awaiting a body the next day. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, they look like they'd be comfy, but I don't think they, they are like, they probably, yeah. like they just have that like pleading and stuff. In them that looks kind of yeah. like fancy, but it's probably not made to be comfy.
1: <laughs> I imagine it yeah. feeling like sleeping on a college mattress.
0: Mm, yeah. Do you guys know how you want your funeral to go? No. I don't want to think oh, about like that. Like I know. <laughs> oh, I've thought about this. I want a Viking funeral. It's only legal in Maine, but I want to. I want to be on a ship with all of my favorite things. So when i go off to valhalla i have all of my things all of my favorite things i want a, a viking funeral i want people to eat wings <laughs> and drink beer at my funeral because you know people think of kylie they think wings apparently so <laughs> i yeah he's yeah. like yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I want wings at my funeral, and I want I I, I have to I want to like come up with a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I want good music at my funeral. I want it to be a party. I don't want it to be sad, but I do want everyone to dress in all black or like a deep burgundy, like merlot color. <laughs>
2: okay, oh, wow. just so it's aesthetic. Hey, you will be turned away. <laughs> If you are not wearing, <laughs>
1: there's blood. gonna
0: be a cover charge and wristbands, okay? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want I want good food, I want beer, and I want I want a Viking burial. Um, so there is a comedian,
2: Nick Swartzen, you may have heard of him,
0: mm-hmm. and he
2: has this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he used to do stand up. Like he does acting now, um, but he used to do stand up. In, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. And one of his stand-up things was that he wants to have a, a party for his funeral, basically. And mm-hmm. that his body will not be in a casket. That his body will come down on wires. And there will be music. <laughs> and he's uh... going to hire, like, a se- somewhat famous person to come and, like, mourn at his funeral funeral like john stamos so people will be like like oh my god nick i can't believe he's gone wait is that john stamos did nick know john stamos was nick's last name stamos
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's a there's a meme that i posted on i don't know if it's considered a meme but it's probably someone's old tweet i don't know Anyway, it's on my Instagram. It says, "If and I relate to this because this is, again, how I want it. If I'm ever murdered or kidnapped, please don't make up lies about me. I do not light up a room. Everyone doesn't want to be my friend. People don't automatically take notice of me. I have a smart mouth and two friends. Tell 2020 that. <laughs> and I'm like, that is it. That I get that. Please tell 2020 that. Oh, man. That reminds me of, like,
2: those, the like, really nasty, like, obituaries that, like, people write about their terrible mothers or whatever. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Mm -hmm. Alright, so this guy, (laughs) he, back in Russia, he often slept, um, he slept rough while working in the cemetery. So he just, like, slept on the ground. He was, he, like, slept out of, um, he slept on bales of hay and he drank water out of puddles. Like, just... Camping in oh. cemeteries, I guess. I hate that. Yeah. Um, Moscovin was eccentric and odd for sure, but his his colleagues and friends easily brushed off his eccentricities since he was a scholar and there seemed to be no harm in what he was doing. Um, he, stopped, he was stopped by the authorities several times in the cemeteries, but he was always let go after sharing his academic credentials and purpose. In 2009, authorities um, started receiving reports of graves being desecrated in the area. They thought that it was just hooligans or possibly extremists who were, um, desecrating these graves. Um, for two years, they couldn't figure out who was doing this. But then in, um, 2011, Anatoly Moskvin was caught desecrating graves in a Muslim cemetery. Um, the police went to Moskvin's home to, gather evidence against him um, for the grave desecration. Um, Although Moscovin was 45 years old at the time, he still preferred to live with his parents. In fact, he was a very insular man and he never dated and uh, abstained from drugs and alcohol. When authorities entered his apartment, they found piles of belongings all over and it was very clear that Moscovin was a hoarder. Um, He also admitted to being lonely and police found life-sized dolls all throughout the apartment that he shared with his parents. Yeah.
1: Excuse me? Yeah.
2: So this quote from an article uh, on allthingsinteresting.com best describes the scene that unfolded before the police. The figures resembled antique dolls. They wore fine, varied clothing. Some wore knee-high boots, others had makeup on their faces um, that Moskvin had covered in fabric. He had also hidden their hands in fabric. Except these were not dolls. They were mummified corpses of human girls.
1: <gasps> no! Oh! I was waiting for it.
2: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. In the house. In the house? With they Their is- mummies. And, um, yeah, so when police moved one of the dolls, it played music as if on cue. Inside the chest of many of the dolls, Moscovin had embedded music boxes. There were also photographs and plaques taken off of gravestones, doll making manuals, and maps of local cemeteries strewn about the apartment. Police even discovered. Oh <laughs> police even discovered that the clothes worn by the mummified corpses, were the clothes that they had been buried in. Uh, investigators later found music boxes or toys inside of the bodies of the dead girls, so that they would produce sounds when Moskvin touched them. There were also oh. personal belongings and clothing inside some of the mummies. One mummy had a piece of her own gravestone with her name scrawled on it inside of her body. Another one contained a hospital tag with the date and the cause of the girl's death. A dried human heart was found inside a third body. Yeah.
0: Um, when- Okay, so- Unquote. As you were saying- Okay, so as you started talking about this, I remembered this story- because of the human doll thing. And I remember it because I've seen the dolls. You can Google the dolls. Oh, there are pictures everywhere. I don't remember them. that. They are.
2: There, they are. There is a. <laughs> you guys. That's not the only human doll thing that I've heard of. I think there's one in like Mexico City or something like that. Where like um, something mm-hmm. about a dress shop or something. It's the daughter of a, or I I don't know. I should look it up.
1: But. But yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Human dolls.
0: It's Oh my Weird. god. It's bad. Um So
1: did this like they found this like way after his experience with that little girl, like kissing the dead little girl.
2: Yeah, like thirty five years, thirty five, thirty six years after oh, okay. that.
1: Yeah. So oh Yeah. Ugh. Basically. <laughs> I don't even uh yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah.
2: Um okay, when faced with explaining what he had done, Moskovin told investigators that he was lonely and he wanted children, but the Russian government would not allow him to adopt since he did not make enough money. He said that he loved these girls and he wanted to keep them until science could bring them back from the dead. He treated them as his own daughters and he even celebrated their birthdays. His parents claimed to have no idea that these were dead bodies. They thought that their eccentric son simply enjoyed making life-size dolls. Neighbors did report a foul smell coming from the house every time the door was open. However, they attributed this smell to the smell of sewage, which could be smelled in many basements in the area. At first, Moskvin said that he would only visit the girls at their gravesites, at times sleeping on top of their grave. He would often um talk to them, and he claimed... Um, that they would talk back. With age, it became harder for him to sleep on the ground, so he started bringing the bodies home. He would mummify them in a mixture of salt and baking soda for two weeks. Then he stuffed them with rags and the possessions that they were buried with. He would bandage them and dress them up in tights to keep everything together. Um, there are conflicting reports on how many corpses were found, Some say 26, and others say 29, and these girls range in age from three years old to 25 years old. Though earlier reports had put the oldest girl at 12 years old, Um, one of these corpses he had for nine years. That corpse was the corpse of a 10-year-old murder victim, Olga Chardamava. She was. Killed the the first time her parents allowed her to walk by herself to her grandmother's house. She was accosted by a drug addict, (sighs) addict robbed and hit in the head with a metal bar when she tried to escape. Oh
0: my god.
2: This expert from the blog called The Mortem Post um, details how Moskvin came to take Olga. Olga Chartimava was buried in a cemetery in Nizhny Novgorod in October... On October 2, 2002, her parents, Natalia and and Igor, had built a metal fence around their daughter's grave and began painting it on May 7, 2003. The following day, when they returned to complete their painting, they noticed a wreath on Olga's grave had been moved and sensed that someone had been there. Shortly afterwards, they began finding notes on their daughter's grave, addressing her as Little Lady and congratulating her on special events as if she was still alive. According to Olga's parents, the anonymous person left notes on every holiday, including the first day of school in September and the last day of school in May, which um, would read similar to, happy last month of your sixth year at school. Each disturbing letter was signed DA, meaning Dorby Angel or kind angel. Each was hand-delivered by Anatoly Moskovin, who would regularly visit the graves of the girls uh, whose remains sat in his bedroom. Each New Year, Olga's parents would find their daughter's grave had been decorated and would often discover stuffed animals or other soft toys on Olga's grave, which had been stolen off of other graves in the cemetery. Natalia Chartimova, Olga's mother, told reporters, Uh, We shivered in fear each time we went to the grave, not knowing what to expect. Imagine what it was like to us, her grieving parents, reading these notes about our murdered daughter. Um, It was not at all like some sick joke, but a spear through our hearts. In June of 2003, Natalia and Igor were able to purchase a proper headstone for their daughter's gravesite. Anatoly Moscovin penned threatening messages on it um, including, if you don't erect a great monument that she deserves, we will dig out her body. Moskvin later destroyed the headstone with an axe.
1: But, like, he already did dig out the body? Yeah.
2: Like, right when she so, was, like, um, buried, basically.
1: F you, dude.
2: Yeah. Um, the Nizhny and Novogod police were appalled when informed... By the, by the grieving parents of what they had been subjected to by the anonymous sociopath, psychopath, whatever. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there is nothing they could do at this time to track down the person, but they told him, if you find him, do what you want to this barbarian and we won't object. Natalia later stated, if I met him at Olga's grave, I'd have killed him with my own hands. Notes and toys continued to be left on Olga's grave, and often a metal cross on the site was found bent. After complaints of similar occurrences at other graves um, of many other young girls in um, <laughs> in Nizhny Novgorod, the police um, decided to open Olga's grave on October 5, 2012, nearly 10 years to the day since she had been buried. Olga's parents and police... Found a hole in her coffin through which the girl's remains had been removed. Uh, investigators later discovered through Anatoly's notes that Olga Chardimova's body had in fact been removed in May 2003 when her parents originally suspected an unwanted visitor had been at their child's gravesite. In court, Moskvin confessed to 44 accounts uh, qu- counts of abusing graves and dead bodies. Moskvin's crimes were not sexually motivated in fact, he was raped as a child and, as a result, thought sex was disgusting. Um, so it was thought that necrophilia was not his motive, rather lo- the loneliness he wanted to quell. At his trial, he said to the victim's parents, You abandoned your girls in the cold. I brought them home and I warmed them up. Moscovin was eventually diagnosed with schizophrenia and was sentenced to time in a psych ward. Um, he made attempts to be released as recently as 2019, but that doesn't seem likely. Moscovin has shown no remorse and has been quoted as saying, don't bother reburying the bodies too deep because I will just dig them up again.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. This dude is messed up. Yeah. This is the type of brains we should study. Not only...
2: Yeah.
1: Not only was this little girl like literally murdered and taken from her family but then again taken from her family like ugh. yeah
2: very strange yeah that's for out. sure um i'm
1: not gonna lie though like i didn't expect it to turn out that way for some reason like oh
0: <laughs> yeah D- don't google the pictures <laughs> uh, oh, I,
1: yeah i already did it's bad and that did not it's bad it's not good yeah Shouldn't
0: have done that. Yep, it's <laughs> not good.
2: Yeah, so that's the story of the dolls of Anatoly Moskvin God. of Russia.
0: Could you imagine being that neighbor and finding out what was next to you?
2: Yeah, oh. I I don't
0: think they probably weren't surprised, though. No, probably, I mean, knowing, thinking, yeah, there's probably dead bodies, and then finding out what he was doing to them, I feel like it's a whole different thing you know?
2: Do you know who it, what it kind of reminded me of a little Mm -hmm. bit was Philip Schuth. Yeah. The guy with Mm -hmm. the mom in the freezer because he was a hoarder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, he kept the mom in the freezer, not unlike the dolls, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he talked to her or whatever, but.
0: Probably. (laughs) Oh,
1: I'm sure there was some sort of delusion. Or, oh, yeah. Like, he abso- talking to he
0: absolutely He absolutely had conversations. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like, I don't... Mm. God, ah. that's gross.
0: It's weird that, like,
2: you can, I, like, he's around here. Like, he's in town.
0: Yeah, that is weird. I saw
2: him walking down the sidewalk, like, like... You did? Last year, yeah. Philip Shoes. Yeah, downtown walking. What? Yeah.
0: God, that's weird to mm-hmm. me.
2: I was... Yeah. I was working um, da- at a store downtown, and he walked past, and w- one of my co- co-workers, like, tapped me on the shoulder, and was like, that is Philip Shuth. Do you see that? That's Philip oh Shuth.
0: God. <laughs> that gives me the chills. I hate that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I forget that he's so. still around. I would have skipped town if yeah, I were him. Yeah, he's out.
2: He's out of jail, prison.
0: Ugh. I would have so. skipped town if I were him. I just, yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah. He wanted to. Yeah.
0: It cost money to do he that. He wanted to
2: though. move to Eau Claire or whatever, but just never did. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. No. So, yeah. That's the story. This week.
0: Yuck. Okay. Well, thank you for telling us that nasty story. Thank you to Chelsea for doing the research, <laughs> pulling in. Yes, uh, thank
2: you. Real MVP there. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Yeah. And we... Also, thank you to my sister for suggesting Yeah.
0: It. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that was a good, that was good collaborative effort there.
1: Right. But... Mm-hmm. yeah
0: if you guys have any suggestions uh go ahead and email us contact at perfectstranglers.com or hit us in the dms instagram facebook or twitter and we will chat with you next thursday
1: bye everyone bye stranglers